Alright, yo, what's up? Welcome into Fantasy Foes. That's the name of the program. Adam Ronis, Corey Parson. Why wouldn't it be called Fantasy Foes right here? Cloud 10 Podcast Network. Adam Ronis is my foe, but I am the guy that can, I'm the only person, one of the few people that can say that I have at least a 500 record versus the great Adam Ronis. What up, son? False. False. Again. <laughs> that is not true. And also, I don't know why anyone would brag about being 500 against someone. That is such a low bar. Like, hey, so, I'm 500 against you. I'm great. So if you uh, was 500 uh, against the Michael Jordan Bulls, you know what I'm saying? That would put you in the Hall oh, of Fame. Oh, so look at that. Corey said I'm Michael Jordan of no, the you're fantasy not, game. No, you're not yeah, Michael you just, Jordan of fantasy. <laughs> you made that comparison. I will congratulate you and Lawrence Jackson. Uh, you guys teamed up and you won your GST league. There's two leagues of 12, and you guys won. I'm on the other side. I did not win. Uh, but I did finish 10th overall in the FFWC Online Championship, which nice. was a little bit, a little disappointing, though, man. I was sixth going into the final week, and I just did not have my best week. So I knew I was screwed because I had four players in the Lions-Cowboys game. I had Laporta, Aubrey, Ferguson and Gibbs. That and game didn't have 40. the scoring that yeah, people thought it Yeah, I got 46 out of those four. I'm like, yeah, this ain't going to get it done because you need like 200-plus. So uh, I'll take it. But, uh, yeah, congrats to you guys on winning uh, because uh, it's a fun league. You have some good competitors in there. And, man, we just get new winners every year. We did get a repeat champ in my league, uh, Anthony Castellego. I think that's how you say his last name. He yeah. won second straight year and he won the overall. Um, but it's a fun league, man. We get different winners every year. And looking forward to doing it again next year. No doubt. Hopefully next year I can be up there live. You know what I'm saying? This past year. That would year, be great, man. We yeah. need you back in person. This past year was, um, you know, I was um, at my grandmother's funeral. So Lawrence held the draft down. You know what I'm saying? And I think we had a little divine intervention along the way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> With some of the things that took place. Uh, in order well, you to, definitely did because I don't know Isaiah if you Pacheco, you know what I'm saying? Well, and then. Well, yeah. Yeah. But did you also notice that uh, you guys. It looked like you were, we were going to lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, the BFFs, Frank Stanfield, Greg Sussman, Mike Florio, they had Jaden Reed. And yeah, Reed going, was going off. off. Yep. Because I had Reed too in, in, in my league and also in the uh, overall. So I was like, all right, at least Reed got me to 10th. And I was like, maybe he could push me higher. But he didn't return after halftime with that chest injury. Uh, it was like 24.9 he had. Were you getting nervous? I was dead, son. I stopped watching. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, I, yo, tell me not. I do that sometimes with basketball when I'm betting, right? And I'm watching the game, and I got a prop on a player, and I see they're struggling. I just change it to a different game. I just feel and like they, feel you know like they take off. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, do you, I, I don't know. It's weird. People, people think I'm crazy, but you do that too? All the time. You know, I feel like. Um, I have to turn, like, I turn away from the game, and then, like, and then, like, the team gets rolling. I don't know. It, obviously, it's mental, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, there's no way, yeah. like, the team is like, oh, Corey not watching now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's the same thing with the Cowboys, too. Now, with the Cowboys, I seem like, I feel like I got to coach the Cowboys. And speaking of, somebody got to do it, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I be coaching from the couch. But on the NBA League past night, I'm more likely to turn away from it and um and check and see when I come back. Because then I don't just, don't, I just can't sit up there and watch miss shot and uh, you know passes going out of bounds and stuff like that so definitely have some entertaining nights um uh in the house especially during the basketball season and also on and during the football season as well yeah it's tougher though when it's just one game on and it's the national game and obviously we're going to deal with that with the nfl playoffs if you ever bet you're obviously going to watch the playoffs you can't turn to another game nba on a night like wednesday where we had 
full slate. It was slate. 12 games. Yeah, and then Friday, we're recording here on Thursday, only two games tonight, and both are TNT games. I guess we're back to TNT on Thursday with the NFL out of the picture. And then Friday, there's 14 games. So it's easier to do on a 14-game yeah, night, especially 14, since you yep. can – yeah, because we had some uh, good games on Wednesday night. We were talking about the Jazz and Pistons. That went to overtime. Two of the worst teams in the NBA, but very exciting. So you could always switch to a game, but more difficult when you have a national game. And, you know, obviously one week left in the regular season here, week 18 in the NFL, and then every game's going to be a standalone for the postseason. No doubt about it. You know what I'm saying? So want to uh, recap some of the things from last week, Ronas, and just uh, touch on right quick. And I want to talk about the end of the Dallas Cowboys-Detroit Lions game. I'm I'm the, I'm a firm believer that one play does not make a game, and everybody will point to that one play. But the Detroit Lions, I mean, Ronis, we live in the NFL now where people are it's fourth and goal from the one yard line, and people are in shotgun. Nobody kicks a field goal no more. Nobody punts no more. And when you don't do that, this is what happens. Yeah, I think there's a balance between it. Now, once Detroit was called for that penalty. I was stunned that they didn't go and kick the extra point. Obviously, from my perspective, I wanted overtime because I had so many players in that game for fantasy. And I remember texting with my friend. I said, let's hope they don't go for two or there's a penalty on the oh, two. Oh, you know you they was the going to go for two, son. Yeah, but it didn't make any sense after the penalty. And I think, I think someone argued, well, they already clinched the division. You don't want to risk your players getting hurt. They could have had a shot for the two seed. Now, they don't know Philadelphia is going to lose to Arizona, but you got to play as if, hey, we still got a shot. We beat Dallas. We own the tiebreaker. And Philly's been playing like garbage. We could get the two seed. So you can't play like, oh, well, we already won the division. We don't want to get anyone to get hurt. Can't do that. So I understand being aggressive, but that one I didn't get at all. Again, I don't, I don't mind sometimes going for two. Uh, more so teams that are out of it, you know, just go for the win. Be aggressive. Yeah. Like, I think the Giants did it a couple weeks ago. Like, I don't mind that. But with Detroit, once you get the penalty, just kick the extra point. Just go to overtime. It's not, it's not like Dallas was tearing them up offensively. I mean, think about it. Dallas had that broken play to Lamb for the long touchdown. They really didn't do much else in that game. No, that was really it. The offense couldn't get going. And listen, we've discussed Terry Glenn's – I mean, not excuse me, uh, Aaron Glenn's defense throughout the course of the season. Uh, started off good, then hit a streak where it – um where it looked like last year's defense again. And then to, and then they were they, the Lions' defense was phenomenal uh, in that game. You know, the Lions keep pointing to, okay, we'll get a rematch. We'll get a rematch. Let me tell you something. Matthew Stafford can come in here and pick the Lions off, son. Oh, yeah, I've been saying it for weeks. Uh, but there's also the possibility that the Cowboys face <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, no, I don't want to face the Rams. So. I don't want to see that either. Uh I, you know, you don't want to root for something, it happens and you lose, but I'd rather have Green Bay come in than the Rams. Yeah, I'd much rather see Green Bay than the Rams, too. Now, how does that scenario play out there um, um, to get that seven seed? If the Rams lose, they're the seven, and, and the Packers win, they're the six? Well, yes, if the Packers win uh, against the Bears, which I don't think is a lock at all. Like, people are not, like... So at themessenger.com, we do a power rankings poll every week. And I think the Bears are 21st and 22nd. And I completely disagree with that. I had them higher. To me, the Bears are better than a lot of teams that are entering the playoffs right now. This team has won six of their last eight. They're six, one, and one against the spread in their last eight. And the two losses they had, they had the lead with like three, four minutes to go. They had a two-touchdown lead against the Lions, and they lost 31-26 on the road. They had the lead against the Browns. The Browns have been playing some of the best football. And the Bears were up in that game, 
and they blew the lead late. So that's the only thing. Their defense has been giving up some leads late, but overall the defense has played very well. You want to tell me, oh, who have they beaten in that span? They did beat um, the Lions in one of those games at home, dominated them. They held the Lions' offense to 13 points, and they were competitive with the Lions in the other game, as I alluded to, and the Browns, who have been one of the hottest teams. And they destroyed Atlanta by 20. Uh, so they've been playing good football, and it's a rivalry game. It is in Green Bay. Uh, Fields is playing good. DJ Moore is balling out. Uh, uh, Khalil Herbert has run very well the last couple weeks. I, I think there's a good chance the Bears win that game in Green Bay. I would take them plus three. I, I agree with you on that one right there. Now, what I don't agree with is these Bears fans chanting, we want Fields, we want Fields. 10-27 and 27 as a starter, 40 touchdown passes, 30 interceptions. The Bears have never I – mean, the best offensive player in the history of the Bears maybe who, Brandon – well, obviously, you know, the, the, the great Walter Payton. But outside of Walter Payton, the Bears have not had any great offensive players. I think they should go ahead and get Caleb Williams. Yeah, I mean, it's tough uh, because people are going to look at this stretch, but it still is a small stretch here. And over the long haul, it hasn't been great. They haven't won many games. They will have that first pick, then they'll have another decent pick. So – yeah, they have some big decisions to make here. So, but I'm trying to think. So, if Green Bay loses and the Rams lose, then I guess that would lock the – oh, then the Rams would be locked as the six, right? Yeah. The Rams should um, be the six. Yeah. Oh, no. Then, yeah, what would be the – so, what would be the tiebreakers, say, if – man, this is – so, because Seattle could get in and then the Saints could get in because they could get to nine. Ran, uh, I don't even know. I didn't even look at all of them. I just, I'll wait and see. But yeah, that would be interesting if the Packers lost and the Rams lost. Who does Dallas wind up playing? Assuming Dallas wins, they can't lose to Washington, right? You know, Dallas has been terrible on the road this year, but they should go in there and kick Washington's butt. Washington should have the fishing poles ready. They should be ready for Cancun on three. That stadium is going to be filled with Dallas Cowboy fans. You know what I'm saying? So you would think that the Dallas Cowboys would go up there and handle business. There's a report that Washington might sit a lot of their veterans. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they came out today, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the thing, the, thing, the thing in D.C., they're getting ready for Black Monday. You know what I'm saying? That's what's going to happen in D.C. That's what that fan base is looking forward to. That's going to be a Dallas Cowboy home game. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it's, the weather's not too bad. I know at least over here we're supposed to get – originally it was supposed to be a big snowstorm. Now it's looking like rain. So I'm, I'm assuming Washington maybe gets some of that too. But, yeah, I mean, look, there's no excuse. Arizona gave Dallas a gift beating Philadelphia. I mean, for Dallas to win and then win the division and get the two seed and potentially two home games, that is massive for the Cowboys, who are 8-0 at home this year and haven't lost at home in, like, two years. So it would be massive um, for Dallas to get that two seed. And then uh, I guess it could set up a potential second-round uh, matchup with the Lions again if they don't get picked off. Assuming yeah, they don't get picked off. And listen, I we can I'm running back with the Lions. You know what I'm saying? I have no problem with that. They're gonna have to they, they got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, obviously, I mean, to me, the the only team man, that Dallas can't me. got it. Dallas got to stop the turnovers. And then it's Mike McCarthy. Do not ruin this. Yeah, man, the turnovers are ridiculous. I mean, how many times have they turned it over at the one this year? I mean, <laughs> yeah, CD Lamb great. this past week, and I'm not gonna get on him. He's been balling out. And then Lukey the week before at the one. You had the whole situation at the end of the Eagles game they lost where they were like at the two and then wound up at the 30. It's just like they move the ball and they just make so many mistakes, whether it's turnovers, penalties, clock management. It's just, it's insane. But uh, they put themselves in a good spot where 
if they don't make the NFC Championship game this year, it's a failure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but is it a failure enough that you get rid of Mike McCarthy? Man, that's the problem, man. If they make the NFC Championship game and, and lose to San Francisco on the road. I'm fine with that. I'm, let me not say they're I'm not going to fire him. They're not. But if they lose in the first two rounds at home, would you get rid of Mike McCarthy? Oh, yeah. If they lose the first round, yeah, he's gone, man. I'm sorry. Like, come on, man. If you guys get this break and you're the two seed and you have a home game and you lose in the first round, nah, man. He's gone. Yeah, Second I, I, round, I, I guess it depends. Second round, I guess it depends on, like, say they play the Lions and lose, like, a one-point game. I guess, what, does it depend on how the game goes? I, I guess you can say that. Again? Yeah. I guess you can look at it that way. But a, a home loss would be would be uh, very devastating, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, moving, moving forward right quick, Ronis, talk about coaching. And I want to go to Monday night, the national, um, the national semifinals, when Alabama actually did punt late in the fourth quarter, and the punt was dropped. And I tell people all the time, a punt is not necessarily a bad play. I, I know you don't watch a lot of college, a ton of college football, but you did watch the national semis, right? Yeah, two good games. In fact, that was like a night I was really exhausted, and I never go to sleep early, and that was a night I wanted to, and I couldn't. Uh, even Texas, Washington, when it, remember when um, Down the stretch Washington was crazy. fumbled? Yeah, Washington fumbled, and I was like, should I shut it off? I'm like, nah. With like eight, nine minutes, so I'm like, I can't, man. It's still a competitive game. Yeah, and I stayed up. It ended at 12.40 a.m. Eastern. But, yeah, two two really good games, man. And uh, uh, I was glad I stayed up and watched that. But, yeah, that would have been a brutal loss if Washington blew that, man. That would have been they horrible the, if Washington. That right, would have been, and been, the guy get hurt yeah. in, in like 45 seconds, clock stop, like, Man, I was like, no way are they going to lose this game. This would be and like if that pass, if, if Quinn Ewers throws that pass properly, that very well could have been the case. But I, you know, and let everybody go say, oh, here you go. But all season long, since probably about October, when they beat Oregon the first time, I was like, I think Washington's the best team in college. Obviously, I had a heavy rooting interest in Alabama with a twenty-four to one ticket on them. Um, Alabama, the 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 goal, the the final play of the game for Bama, Ronis, dude, that's not very Nick Saban like. Someone told me, like, oh, uh, if he, it was blocked, well, he read the blocks wrong. No, it wasn't. Like, you got to watch that That dude again. blew that joint up. Dude, that, there was nowhere to go. And why would you call that play? You weren't doing anything against on the ground against them. Yeah, I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, you know, you know Coach Saban is going to guide a, kind of a coach that's going to go with his coordinators in that moment right there. Obviously, hindsight being 2020, it wasn't the right way to go about it. But I, I still, I, I would get an early wager in, you know, not today, but you going into the summer or whatever, I'd get an early wager in on Jalen Milrow to be the Heisman Trophy winner uh, uh, for next season. And um, I think that team will bounce back nicely. Um, He really showed, not in that game, but throughout the course of the season, that um that that he was a, a definitely a worthy quarterback. And the thing that I talk about all the time, Ron, is, when you get into the postseason, the things that your your biggest weaknesses shine the brightest. And Alabama's biggest weakness all season was low snaps. And Dude, in the moment I, when it mattered the most, <laughs> the low snaps were there. Oh, my goodness. There were so many of them. That was kind of like watching like a high school game with yeah. the snaps. Yeah. that it, it was not a good look. That gentleman is that young uh, offensive lineman. Has entered the transfer portal. You know what I'm saying? They gave out his his uh, his address was posted online. That's not a good look, oh, right man. there. You know That's, what I'm saying? Come yeah, on. yeah. You can't do that. You know what I mean? So some people take that stuff uh, way too seriously. 
Now, when it comes, uh, Ronis, to week 18, how do you go about, obviously, I mean, if you're playing fantasy, I really don't know what to tell you about that right there. You may have some advice for people playing fantasy in week 18. But when it comes to betting in week 18, how do you like to handle it? What what games are the ones that sticks out to you as, okay, you can get a wager off in this game right here? Yeah, you have to be very careful and you have to do a lot of research and you have to know what's at stake, what's on the line. Uh, I think it's, I think it's what, 20, 20 teams have something to play for. But then you have situations like Philadelphia, okay? Yes, Philadelphia. They could have something to play for in the first half. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? Right, yeah. and that's the problem. So, like, say Philadelphia is playing the Giants, all right, they put their starters in. They look at the scoreboard and Dallas is up 20 to 3. They might go, all right, Washington's not coming back. Let's sit our starters. We don't want any want to get hurt. Dallas got this. Detroit, what is their motivation? Again, they need Dallas and Philly to lose. Oh, but they play at one. Ooh, they play at one in Dallas and Philly at four. So I don't know. Campbell strikes me as a guy that might just play his guys. I hundred percent think Campbell plays his guys. But I don't know if that makes sense. So that's a game I'm probably staying away from. Now, some of these teams that have nothing to play for and playing spoiler. I kind of like some of them. Oh, wow, the the Titans-Jags line is now three and a half? It was five and a half before. Is that right? Damn. Ronis, so, would yeah. you, go ahead. Speak, now that you broke up the Jacksonville Jaguars, would you pay Trevor Lawrence 45 to $50 million a year? No, but they probably will. They're going to have to, right? I mean, they don't yeah. have to, but... You can't move on from Trevor Lawrence. Why did that line move two points? That's interesting. It was five and a half. Now it's three and a half Jacksonville over Tennessee. Well, I could see Tennessee uh, keeping that game competitive. Division rival, play spoiler. Jacksonville has issues with injuries. Variable has always been great as an underdog. Uh, I kind of like the Giants, too, getting the points. As we mentioned with Philly, you know, what's are they going to rest guys? And the Giants have played well down the stretch. Philly's defense a disaster. Arizona didn't even punt last week. Um, Chiefs Chargers, I'm completely staying away from. Neither yeah. team has motivation. Chiefs are resting guys. Rams 49ers, same thing. Both sides resting. Darnold's going to start. And uh, the Rams are resting. Stafford, Kyron Williams, Cooper Cup. Now, Puka Nakua, I think he needs – four or five catches and like 29 yards to set rookie record. So they're probably going to let him get that and then pull him. So, yeah, you just got to be really careful. Uh, and then you might get some guys who are unknowns with low lines that could, you know, crush their props. So it's a balance. And I'm still kind of going through everything right now. I know a lot of people look at incentives for players this week, but that has become well known now and the books are aware of it. So you're not going to get major value. Like, it's well-known, it's documented, it's out there. Um, and some of them are, like, really long. Like, they need a lot to get there. So, yeah, it's a tricky week, but you just got to really do a lot of research, pay attention to news, and understand what teams are fighting for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the basic way of looking. And just because a team needs to win does not mean they're going to cover, and it does not mean they're going to win either. They'll probably, yeah. they'll probably be one or two teams that are playing for nothing that win straight up. Um, most of these teams will win, but it doesn't mean they're going to cover. Yeah, exactly. So I think that could be the case as well. Um, because, like the, like the Patriots-Jets, okay? That game means nothing. Now, Patriots obviously want a better draft pick, but Bill Belichick hates the Jets. 
Is he going to? What is it, like 15? <laughs> it's 15, 16 games in a row they beat the Jets? Something crazy is he like gonna, that. And the total's 30 and a half, bro. I mean, no, that's a game no one's watching. Yeah. But, like, does Belichick say, nah, we're beating the Jets? I don't care. 100%. It's probably his last right? game in New England. Yeah. So, but that like that's a real irrelevant game. Like, Browns, Bengals, irrelevant. Vikings, Lions, I, again, I don't know what the Lions are going to do, but that doesn't have much significance. Jags, Titans, obviously massive at one. Falcons, Saints has a lot of impact. Saints trying to win the division. Bucks, Panthers. I just can't see the Panthers playing spoiler with the way they're playing. No, the Panthers look terrible. What do you think about that situation with their owner? God, he's oh, man, no just, tell. He's doing. Yeah, that that team's a disaster, man. You hear a lot of people don't want to work for him either. Um, that's a tough situation there in Carolina. I mean, they've just been inept offensively. I mean, last week they got shut out by Jacksonville, bro. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Like, and then they put up thirty against Green Bay which goes to show you the lack of defense there in Green Bay. But uh, I know Carolina's home, but I just can't back them. Uh, even four and a half points, I just can't. I don't see the reasoning for it. I know Baker Mayfield's a little banged up, but I just I can't back the Panthers in this spot. Um, if you are a Philadelphia Eagle fan, how are you feeling right now? I like shit. I mean, I don't see how you could feel good with what you've seen, and I've kind of been Don't, don't it seem like them. all year, Ronis, they haven't been the same? But they were winning. Yeah. Sometimes your record could be your enemy. They kept winning games. Close games, too. Yeah. yeah. They, they survived against Dallas. They survived against KC. Survived against the Bills. And then they ran into that stretch where they got beat bad by the 49ers, the Cowboys. I don't know how they lost to the Seahawks. That was inexcusable. They dominated the Giants most of the game, but once Tyrod Taylor came in, it got competitive. They won by eight. They could not stop the Cardinals, man. James Conner shredded them. Kyler Murray, uh, Michael Wilson, Dorch. Like, again, Arizona didn't punt. And, like, that was the game I'm like, all right, they're going to bounce back. I really felt that. And yeah, I did too. Now, the thing was, the offense wasn't a problem. They just didn't have the ball. But the they Jalen can't Hurts stop nobody, son. Yeah, they can't. Not at all. And, and Hurts clearly is not 100%. Did you see that? It was third down, third and 20 late in the game, and they just threw a screen and game well. Like, why? Yeah, nah. Did why aren't you Hurts, going, like, why aren't you going, kind of been banged up all, the first down? It's kind of been banged up all season. So, there, yeah. you know, there is rumors. Well, obviously, so, you know, Josina Anderson reported earlier this week that there's going to be changes in the NFC East, and there is. Everybody in Washington is going to be out. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But some people think she may be referring to Nick Sirianni. Yeah, that started coming up this week, too. And I know A.J. Brown came out, kind of defended the coaches. That would be that would be, that would stunning, be right? Yeah, that would be. You take a team to the Super Bowl, and then even even now, okay, say even if they lose this week, you win 11 games, you're in the playoffs. I understand the way the season has ended has not been ideal. Um, they will get Darius Slay back probably for the postseason. Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, Look, this is such a weird year in the NFL that – Honestly, I could see anything happening. Like, it's easy right now to say Baltimore is clearly the best team after what they've done the last two weeks. You cannot Bro, dispute let me that. Tell they, you something. Do you know they how beat the down Bal San Francisco and Miami. I'm not convinced that they're going to the Super Bowl. Let me tell you something. The Baltimore Ravens can be playing in the game and have a 13-point lead in the fourth quarter, and lightning will strike, and Baltimore will lose that game, son. 
I, I, oh, they did not, it. I, you cannot trust Baltimore down the stretch of games, yo. You really can't. Baltimore let teams hang around. Didn't they lead in every game they lost this year? Yes. Yeah, the Colts game <laughs> in overtime. The Steelers game was insane. That was when I think all the receivers were dropping passes for them. They lost 17-10. And the game against the Browns, they lost 33-31. Did they have a lead in that one too? Let me see. Uh, I guess they, they – yeah, they were down 14 in the fourth quarter. And Deshaun Watson rallied them back. So that is the issue with Baltimore. And here's the thing. The Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Cleveland's going to beat Jackson. Cleveland's going to win that game. Whoever Cleveland plays in the first round, they're going to beat. Even the Texans? Yeah, yeah, they'll beat the Texans. If Cleveland goes to Baltimore, Cleveland's going to give Baltimore all they can handle. Oh, no doubt about it. So, well, we reseed. So, if there's no upsets, then, yeah. If there's no upsets, Cleveland will go to Baltimore. Yeah, say the Bills are the two and they win. The three would be Kansas City. If they win, then, yeah, Cleveland will go to Baltimore. Yeah. That would be crazy, bro. That's that that's the team that can beat Baltimore. No one else in the AFC? It's hard to say that. You know, I kind of think Miami too, but you just saw Miami get that you just saw them stomp Miami. But that's Yeah. This is they a week to week league. Yeah. Yeah, Miami wasn't healthy either. No Mostert, no Howard left the game. That was a bad, you know, now they lose Chubb. I mean, they they lost Phillips, they've lost Chubb. Uh, cuz Miami was actually one of the best defenses, I think, since like week nine, and yeah. then they got carved up. Yeah, I think it. I think this is a year you could see like a, a weird team come out of nowhere, just get hot and make a run. I, I think it's certainly possible. I, and a lot of people will say it's the Browns in the AFC, which certainly seems possible. In the NFC, I guess it. You know, a lot of people will say the Rams will be the team that can get hot. They have the playoff experience, the coach, the quarterback. Uh, but it definitely feels like. One of those years where, and and the thing with the Rams is they don't have to play at home, because they don't have no home field advantage anyway. So the Rams yeah. are comfortable on the road because it's like they play on the road every week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no. I mean, look, I think everyone's gonna pick Baltimore to go to the Super Bowl. Of course. I mean, just based on what they've seen the last two weeks, which again, you got to give them credit. They have basically answered every challenge against top teams this year. Uh, they. Crush the Dolphins, crush the Niners, crush the Lions. Uh, the Rams are the one who gave them the best game recently, and that was an overtime game, um, and that was 37-31. Uh, so, and a lot of it comes down to matchups, too. You know, you could have a Baltimore team that just kind of runs into a bad matchup. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people will say, well, what has Lamar Jackson done in the postseason? I'm a Lamar Jackson fan, so he was actually – my pick before the year to win that yeah, MVP. MVP. I, I looked at my too. article. Yep. It was, I had a, it was plus sixteen hundred on FanDuel. Yep. So he was my MVP pick as well. Um, speaking of player awards, this may be a little controversial. Comeback player of the year, Demar Hamlin is minus two fifty. What a joke! I'm sorry. I hate to say I'm it not... that way, Ronis. I mean, Jesus no, Christ! It's, see, here's the thing. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not being insensitive here, man. I mean, I hope people don't take it that way. You know, you have to be honest about it. The guy's barely played. Now, the fact that he is alive is great, right? It's a phenomenal story. But this feels like people are pressured to give him the award because of the human nature aspect of it. This I don't. The award see should it. go to Joe Flacco. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if we're doing the true definition of the award, this guy came off his couch and has transformed the Browns into an explosive offense. DeMar Hamlin's played, what, three, four games? He's been active like three or four times this whole season. Yeah, man. And basically on and special teams. 
and he's minus 250, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, listen, like I said, you don't want to take away the human the human element of it, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, and, it's, and it makes for a great story, and it obviously it, it makes for, you know, a great scene at the um, NFL Honors. But this this right here, it, this I mean, what Joe Flacco has done has been unbelievable. He runs this offense better than anybody. Now, obviously, this is the offense they ran back in Baltimore when uh, he's a, when uh, when Joe Flacco uh, won the Super Bowl uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. So he's very familiar with this offense. But um, the Cleveland Browns have a quarterback that they have to pay sixty five million dollars the next three seasons, and um, that's going to be very interesting. Yeah, it really. A is. quarterback I mean, they is. got to pay sixty five million dollars. They can't yeah, do. I mean, they can't. They can't. They can't do what uh, what Sean Payton and the Broncos is doing. They got to pay their guy. Yeah, I mean, but you really think Flacco would want to come back? He, he I, I would. Try, I would try to. I mean, no, he can't. He's not going to be the starter. I mean, you know he turns yeah, thirty nine in the uh, in like a week and a half. So this seems like just like yeah, I'll come and uh, he uh, he uh, he obviously is having a lot of fun right now. It's crazy, man. I mean. 300 plus yards in the last three games. He is turning it over, and there could have been more interceptions, but he got the passing game going. They couldn't, nobody, yeah, they've turned the, from yeah. a, they none, can't run the ball. Yeah, none they of the other teams could pass the ball. None of the other quarterbacks could pass the ball. Yeah, man. Amari Cooper, David Njoku, like, yeah, it's amazing. And they're having a lot of fun, and you got to feel good for Cleveland, you know, a franchise that hasn't had a lot of success. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think they're an easy team to root for right now. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, definitely, um, I agree with you on that one right there. Um, you know, close, getting ready to uh, close down the NFL season, you know what I'm saying, and start to looking forward to the draft and stuff like that, you know, and everybody is, like, talking about, like, these big quarterbacks coming out this year and stuff like that. But I kind of am looking at teams, right, Ronis, and I'm like, well, who really, like, if you're Pittsburgh, do you need a, do you need a new starting quarterback? Yes. Okay. Uh, if you're Denver, you need a new starting quarterback? Obviously. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee? Uh, they probably will give Levis another year or two, is my guess. I know we haven't seen great things from him outside of a big arm, but my guess is they'll give him another shot. Obviously, New England. Yes. Do Tampa need a new starter? What's his? What's Baker's contract status? I'm not sure. Baker, yeah, I'm not sure what he is. Let me see. You would so um, you would you would entertain bringing Baker back for the right price? I don't think he's the answer. Mm -hmm. um, again, they're a product of his. Uh, oh, he has a lot of incentives, man. So four million dollar base, he can get two point two million in play time stat bonuses plus another million if the Bucks make the playoffs. He can get two hundred fifty k for each playoff win. So he'd likely be up to three point two million dollars in bonuses with a win on Sunday. That's good. Yeah, I mean, look, that division sucks. You know, Atlanta and the Saints had two of the easiest schedules this year, and look at where they're at. And they, so, still, they still stink. Yeah, ah, man, that's – I if I was them, I'd probably still – if there's a good quarterback there, I wouldn't hesitate to take him. I mean, Baker's – I don't know, man. I mean, statistically, he's had a great year. I mean, 28 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. But he's got like, Mike Evans. The, yeah, and he could be gone. Yep. I, I kind of don't buy – I don't – this remind this could be a Geno Smith situation i i agree really good yep. year and then the next year not as good um do the ram do the rams need to be in the quarterback market this year uh is stafford coming back 
I think he's fifty six million dollars. Oh like my he goodness. has big numbers coming up. He's who's messing their salary cap up. Yeah, look, he's he's still playing well, and they got weapons. Uh, it, the surprise with them is the defense because yeah. everyone said, "Oh, they have no talent." It's Aaron Donald. So, well, the thing is, uh, the, with the Ram- a good job. The thing with the Rams is the Rams need to be healthy. When they're healthy, they're good. When they start getting injuries, they, 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 they their backups are not good, yeah, and that's no because backup. of how much of they that how much of their um you know they they've they've sold their soul uh, to win that championship. The Packers quarterback situation straight. Yeah, I mean, I know he's been up and down, but based on what he's done, and he's got 30 touchdown passes, and the thing about Jordan Love, now, I think he still has limitations, and there's things that he needs to work on to get better, but you consider that they have all this inexperience that he's throwing to, like, no veteran receivers. These guys are all rookie or second year, even the two tight ends. Uh, Christian Watson's been mostly off the field. Jaden Reed has been phenomenal. Uh, like Romeo Dobbs, uh, Dontavian Witt. These are all young guys, yeah. and they've had no running game this year, too. So considering – and I don't know if he's going to be, like, a, re- a great quarterback long-term, but I think they're obviously going to stick with him. Seattle needs a quarterback. Yes. The Saints need a quarterback. Yeah, I'm not a car guy. I think he sucks. The Vikings need – I shouldn't say that. I think he's mediocre. The he's Viking. not taking you to a championship. No, he's not. He's not taking you nowhere near. No, the Saints will not be marching in with Derek Carr behind the quarterback. Do the Vikings need a quarterback? Are they bringing Cousins back? Cousins, he's already, they haven't extended him. Yeah. Um, I mean, they do right now. I mean, they've played musical so, chairs But, but you, would, you would entertain bringing Cousins back uh, coming I mean, off this injury. I think they might. Yeah. Justin Jefferson love him. I guess that's kind of all that matters. You got to pay Justin Jefferson soon, too. He's going to get close to – he's going to be a $30 million wide receiver. Yeah. I don't know if you can pay Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. But then again, you don't got to pay Kirk Cousins big money, though. You can get Kirk yeah, Cousins one, for a cheaper one year deal. deal. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, one-year deal, True. two years. And, yeah. Now, the Bear fans are talking about they want Justin Fields. But you know if you bring Justin Fields back, then you got to, then you got to make Justin Fields a $200 million quarterback. I wouldn't do that. So you he's going to at least want Daniel Jones money. He's going to at least want $40 million. Yeah, and, he, and, and he'd have every right to ask for that, right? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, then I hope, ah, well, Jones did get him to the playoffs and winning game. Fields hasn't done that yet. But that's crazy, man, what these guys get paid at quarterback, man. Atlanta needs a quarterback, but I think Atlanta is more than likely to entertain like a Russell yeah, Wilson. Or, or a field or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's what you hear. And then, you know, they can uh, they can draft another top player and ignore him on offense. <laughs> hey, see, we got the new guy, but uh, we're going to play uh, we're going to play um, Tyler Heineke again. Um, <laughs> um, the Giants. This is interesting. A lot of Giants fans say we need offensive linemen, not a quarterback. I like you fool if you don't think you need a quarterback. Oh, yeah. I mean, Daniel Jones, obviously, everything broke right for him last year. But, man, it was ugly this year. And he's, he's what, in a couple of injuries now again. And he's a running quarterback, so more susceptible to getting hurt again. I'm the Giants. I draft a quarterback. I don't know. That's just me. 
Oh, the commanders are definitely. Oh, you, don't be- you don't believe in Tommy Cutlets? Nah, I don't think Tommy Cutlets is the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at their record. It looks like Tommy Cutlets ain't the guy. Oh, the commanders need a quarterback. Yes. I, I think the commanders is the spot for Caleb Williams. If the Bears don't well, do it, I think the Bears, I think the commanders move up and get it. So what would the Bears do? Either trade for a lot more picks or take Marvin Harrison? I think the Bears either. Yeah, I think the Bears take Marvin Harrison. Man, Harrison and DJ Moore, bro. I look, dude. DJ Moore is such a baller. Did you see some of those catches Son, he made? He this is past crazy. Week? I did not know he was that good, yo. Yeah, man. I mean, and I'm I've always been a big DJ Moore guy, and then this year I was like, damn, I only have him on one fantasy team. It was my home league, but I guess because that fourth round where he was going, there were so many different guys and. It just depended on who landed there. But and I guess I did have a little hesitation because, you know, going to the Bears and they weren't going to pass a lot, even though I'm like, all right, he's going to get most of the targets. But, you know, we did see some real bad downside. But you look at his numbers with Justin Fields this year, boy, he is balling, bro. He's put up massive numbers with Justin Fields. Yep, no doubt. Um, Definitely. Um, He's somebody that's going to be on my fantasy radar uh, next year. I overlooked him totally this year. I didn't think it was going to happen, uh, but DJ Moore got it done. He he did his thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, finally, um, I lost my spot. Uh, I'm, I'm Jason Whitlock. Let me go back to that Stanton's page. Oh, yeah, well, you, search, you were searching on Google. You saw that one? <laughs> I thought that's like, <laughs> like, Everyone's like, oh, yeah, oh, you just you, brother. Yourself. Yeah, oh, that's you. Because I went to that page, and I got a thing for uh, Ralph Lauren. And obviously, coming off the holiday season, you know what I'm saying? That's what the kids are like. Uh, my daughter, my son grown. I don't buy him nothing. Um, you know, I feel like, <laughs> and he's uh, a Washington fan. Yeah, exactly. You know, you gotta you gotta figure it out on your own now. You've brother. never bought him any Washington Commander never. gear, right? Never. Okay, good. Never. Uh, uh-uh. I don't spend my money for that. You know yeah, what I'm like saying? Yeah, like if I if I have a son someday and he likes a team that's a rival, like your son become a Yankee, your son become a Yankee fan. No, dude, he's a Yankees fan. No, up for adoption. I will not keep him. He goes up for adoption. He's gone. Man. No, Yankees won't accept. Won't accept. No, he's gone. Ronis, what if his mom is a Yankee fan and he and he and you and you and you sit that blue no. and orange hat and you sit that navy and white hat and he pick up that navy and white hat and he's like, Daddy, I want to go to Yankee Stadium. Nah, he's, he's, I'll be like, son, if you really want to stay in this house, you better reconsider that answer. Not gonna happen. I couldn't. No, I really could not have a son that's Yankees fan. I just couldn't. I'd feel so devastated, disappointed, deflated. <laughs> nah, I can't do it. Nah, any other team, any other team. I mean, even uh, the Braves, not really, but if you are, yeah, Braves over the Yankees, if yeah, but nah, that ain't happening, man. I can't let that. I'm yeah, I, you know, I'm kind of disappointed in you now that I think about this. You got a son that's a Washington. Well, fan. You got to understand, I had strong family ties going against me. You know what I'm saying? With his mother and his grandmother, you know what I'm saying, and and you know honestly, uh, you you will remember the game, we had I think my son had to be six or seven, and um we the bet it was a uh we we bet in the Redskins, I I can say that the Redskins and the Cowboys were playing a very important game, and I told him um if the Redskins win you can be a Redskins fan if the Cowboys <laughs> win you're a Cowboys fan you know what game this is do you remember the Jay Novacek face mask game. Yes. That's the game. Oh, <laughs> That's the game. What was that kicker? Mike Vanderjack missed that field goal and Sean Taylor um and Sean Taylor uh caught it or something like that. Or something happened and Sean Taylor was running in the back. 
and Jay Novacek grabbed his face mask and it set Washington up in field goal range and they kicked the game winning field goal. Oh, and, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. And, and, and ever <laughs> since then, uh, he was like, all right. And, and you know what? And now he, he enjoys losing. Um, finally. That is true. I, yeah, yeah, it was exactly. a bad decision on it his It was a part. bad decision. You know what I'm saying? Finally, the Arizona Cardinals. This is the interesting one. What would you do with Kyler Murray? Man, Gannon said, now, I don't know if he's telling the truth. They're obviously going to say it now. Yeah, Gannon said, yeah, every time anytime you say a coach said something, you take that with a grain yeah. of salt. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, man. I'm not convinced that he's the answer. I'm not either. I'm not either. I think Atlanta could be a landing spot for Kyler Murray as well. Yeah, that that would be kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I think Atlanta could be a landing, a landing spot for Kyler Murray as well. Um, I think Justin Fields is in that mix. The Bears, the Bears have a very. If I'm the Bears, I may just trade Fields and the pick. Ah, uh, you could get a massive return. Yep. That is for sure. Get trade Fields and the pick. Trade Fields the pick. Go get you. But if you trade well, yeah, Fields like and say, the pick, then you, well, say there's one of the quarterbacks that you like better that you could trade down a few spots. That's true too. You can trade down. You know what I'm saying? You can say okay, because I, you know. Personally, I think Caleb Williams is going to be a, a, is going to be an asshole in this situation. I think Caleb Williams sees Washington. I think he sees New York, and I think he sees maybe one of the coastal teams like a Rams or something possibly getting in. Um, Minnesota's a legacy franchise. Got and you got a good and you got good players there, good receivers there. But I don't I don't think Fields knows wants no parts of Chicago. Like I, I, I don't think Fields are playing. Fields or Caleb Williams. I mean Williams. Sorry, I think I, oh, okay. I, I don't think Williams. I don't think Caleb wants no parts of Chicago. I mean, it's been a while since they've had like real success. It's a tough place to play in December, mm-hmm. and then the playoffs with the wind, the cold. It's not conducive for putting up massive numbers. I mean, yeah, I guess if the Bears find that out, right, then they have a decision to make. Like, yeah, this guy doesn't want to come here. He's not going to be happy. Then you decide, all right, do we keep Fields and? draft uh, someone else with the pick or do we just say hey you know what let's just uh make a trade yeah i think it's going to be i think once we get past the super bowl i think it's really going to be one of the big talks of the offseason i think this 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 is going to be one of the more interesting nfl drafts in history where's the draft at this year let me look that up right quick is it in kansas city it was in kansas city last year i think it's in cleveland this year yeah don't they move it around now yeah i think it's in cleveland this year cleveland oh boy can you imagine that uh, it looks like it's Hart Plaza, uh, Michigan. It's Detroit. Hart yeah, Plaza, Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, I don't. Well, at least it'd be on April, so it'd be warm. You won't be freezing your nuts. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> all right, Ronis. Good times as always. You know what I'm saying? Thanks everybody. Great season. Congratulations to all the winners out there. You know what I'm saying? Definitely enjoyed this ride with you guys. We'll continue to be back with my main man Adam Ronis, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, and we are out.